I don't think I'll ever get tired of that. It's just <laughs> oh, <man. Stop. laughs> yeah, it's such a leg on my end. <laughs> I can't help myself every time. I'm only doing it to myself. No one else sees it. (laughs) Thankfully. Yeah. Uh, Hello, everyone. Welcome to um, Aussie Crafter Sealers Shooting the Shit. Uh, We've been away for a little while. I think we've missed a couple of weeks due to, you know, it's been raining and it's stuff. Uh, But we're here. And we are without, we're sans crafty. Um, he is somewhere, I believe, on the Hume, halfway between Melbourne and Sydney. Um, we don't know whether we'll hear from him or not. Probably not. We don't really need him, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, we're joined tonight uh, by Lucas from uh, Newcastle Distilling. How you doing, mate? Good, thank you, Luke. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us at the last minute. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Todd, to you as well. Hey, Todd. Yeah. Hello, no, Todd. So very, very blessed to have you on with us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, it was Luke and I interviewing the cricket in the corner. <laughs> oh, my, 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 my cricket's gone a little quiet. I think he's gone yeah, hibernating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Steve's gone. I yeah. haven't heard from him in a little while, but you never know. He may rear his head and, and chirp as up. I said, as I said, I'm a good substitute teacher, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we like to start with uh, what's in your glass. So uh, why don't we start with you, Lucas? What's in your glass? So excuse the glassware, because I, you know, it was all last minute. Um, but we've got our, we've got my own Victor Hingston single malt tonight. Bring it up. Show, show the camera. Bring it up. That's the, the Vic, Victor Hingston happening. Nice. So this, that one is barrel number four, but this, that's my personal collection. Oh. But um, I'm on barrel number eight tonight, so it's... And um, what's the 50, difference between four and eight? Uh, they're all single barrels, so mm. they're all same recipe, uh, same type of barrel, so all... Um, uh, we're a mental blank. <laughs> um, Seppelsfield, hundred litre port. Mm. Um, aged about three months extra. Then so it's about three months difference between four and eight. Right. Um, uh, but very different. Um, this one's a lot lighter. Eight four's mm. a lot darker. Right. Um, lot lot richer. They're both. I think this one is. Oh, what do we got? 60% and the number eight is only 59. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. They vary a little bit, but they go in the barrel about 62. So, they come out whatever they come out. Yeah. yeah. Whenever they're ready. Um, yeah. We just cast strength. We don't, we don't dilute them. We just cast strength them. Is that because you're good. lazy or it's just yeah. better? <laughs> a little. Yeah. A little assistant <laughs> over here. Um, yeah. No, it's, ah, it's value for money, I guess. Hmm. And yeah, might be a bit lazy sometimes. <laughs> Why mess with perfection? Just yeah. straight out of the barrel. 100%. So yeah, we only get about, I think we get about 110 bottles or so ish. Yeah, right. So I think one one batch we got 95, the other one we got 113 or something. So it, hmm. it varies, varies. But anyway, that's what we're having. So yeah, just right. want a quick shout Fair out enough. to Dave and Carolyn down at Tassie. 
friends of ours. So, good day, guys. There they <laughs> there are. Go. Yeah, there they are. Always <laughs> the first to comment every episode. Oh, really? <laughs> every episode. Probably down sitting at Cradle Mountain, relaxing, no doubt. Oh, I I see their Facebook posts. I'm like, I'm not sure I like you. <laughs> You've got it too good. Anyway, moving moving up, Todd. Yes. What's well, in your glass? So my glass. I'm starting off with um with our friends from Black Snake. Nice. So, so the uh, and yeah, I really quite enjoy their their um agave spirits as opposed to tequilas. Be honest, mm. they have a lot mm. more flavor. Mm. Um, it's a, another big rabbit hole to fall down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, I'm, um, I just discovered tonight that, that I've polished off the last of my, my manly spirits. Oh, you personally. killed it! Yeah, well, there was only a dribble, so I thought might as well have it before it turns into mm. powder. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? What am I? Well, I'm I'm drinking the manly spirits. Uh, I got a bottle of the uh, the Coastal Stone. Um, this is. <laughs> does tell me what? I think it's their bourbon oh, cask, isn't it? It's the yeah, third batch. Oh, uh, bourbon cask. Yep. yep. They reckon honey and pears, green fruits, and vanilla spice. Mm. Interesting. So, yeah, it's quite nice, and I like the little stone topper. Mm. So it's it's unnecessary, but it's cool, and I like mm. the I do like the the feely bottle. You just want to rub it. Now I have an empty bottle. I'm not too sure what to do with it. It's sort of it's too good to just throw out in the recycling that one. So, mm. yeah, it is. That's a, it's, it's interesting. Some bottles are just ones you go, I really want to keep that, but I have no need and no purpose for it whatsoever. Yeah. What do you do with your killed bottles? Me. Um, yeah. You keep them? No, most of them we just recycle. Yeah. So, it's, you know, depends. I guess if, I'm, if I've got my own bottle, I'll refill it for myself. But... <laughs> <laughs> the advantage of owning a distillery i guess it is but, um it's one of one of the few <laughs> um, so, yeah so you can yeah. fill up whenever you like do you just pick a barrel and fill it from there or do you um are there certain oh, barrels that you allow yourself to uh, no well, if, we're, if we're emptying it if we're emptying a barrel i have to then know what it's like so have to make cool. sure we have a sample bottle at home. Hence why I've got number four there still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Finish the other one of them. Might touch that again <laughs> soon, but <laughs> so how many releases have you got? Uh so we're up to number nine at the moment. So we've done of the Victor. So we do as it's single barrels. Um and we don't we don't bother opening a barrel until we sell a sell a barrel. So we just sell it out and then we'll open the next one and Yep. Try mm. and keep it as long as we can, um, right. and we've got we've got three other expressions we've done, just small batch, 50, 25, 50 liters, mm -hmm. on a dip, gray label, different label than that. Yeah. Um, so we did. I think we did a couple with AWS back in the AWAS back in the day, um, and then um, 
couple of private label ones and stuff. So, but mostly just the Victor at the moment. Yeah, right. And tell us about the name because I have not done my research. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to have to explain it to me. Oh, of course. Give me the um, story. So named after my grandfather. So my grandfather pretty much raised me. So I grew up without dad. So he was, he was my guru slash mentor. Worked mm-hmm. hard, run his own business. Um, always, you know, always had my back. So when he passed away, I always like said to him just before he passed that I'd, you know, do something cool for him one day, hopefully. And at that stage, I was not distilling. Well, I was, but not commercially. Um, so I didn't know what that special thing was going to be. And then one day we had the opportunity. I thought, well, perfect opportunity. Mm. Make the one product I love the most and call it after him. So, yeah. Fitting tribute. Yeah, yeah. And I, I reckon it's a cool name. So I reckon it is anyway. Some, some different. So, yeah. And the other so you've just... done nine releases of that? Yes, since correct. We're on... 2017. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So we did our first batches in 2017, and we kept our first one was just under three years old. So, mm. and we've just been, but we've had to like, don't forget, like in the last five years, we've moved like four times. <laughs> so, it's, so we're definitely we're definitely nomads. Um, so it's been, you know, a bit of a slow process. Right. But, um, well, yeah, that's certainly something I'd be interested to find out more. How do you go about moving? A distillery and a, a bond store. Don't <laughs> find a spot and stay there. <laughs> That's um, the strongest recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, right. for every for moving every twelve months you, of being in one spot, it takes six months to move somewhere else. Mm. So to get back to full production and yeah, we're yeah. actually it's funny. Funny you ask that because we're actually just about to move again. <laughs> Was that fifth time lucky? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's this is for good reasons. So it's, um, we found a, a much better premises, but better location um, in the in the heart of Newcastle. So right, where, and that's, you know, that's the big the big shed photo on, on Facebook. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a yep. shipping container bar next door and an outdoor beer garden and. Mm. Yeah, it, it looks the business. So, I did. I did put my request up to my master distiller, but mm-hmm. you need to pull finger and get a shed like that. <laughs> I think it, he would love to have a shed like that. It's good and bad. It's good and bad. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, but it's um. So is having good. a shed that's a little bit small. I must yeah. put it out there because you've got to squeeze in. Move everything three times to get to something. Yeah, yeah. So. And just don't bend over in front of Crafty or he might, you know. Oh, band up for that. <laughs> Damn it, why isn't he here? I know, I know. It's disappointing. Yeah, there is yeah. a lot of love coming for your uh, for the Victor casks. Yeah, uh, it seems to me. I'm watching Prestige and... Yeah, so I remember reading that the original Victor Cast were traveling from Newcastle to the Snowies, then back. Mm-hmm. Is that still the case? That's too cold down there. <laughs> yeah, so stuff. Now our original, so our original ten barrels were all made down there at the Snowies, mm-hmm. um, and then they did a bit of traveling around. Um, but our, everything from that point has been produced in Newcastle. 
Yeah, right. So very, very different climate. So very different whiskey in a good mm-hmm. way. So it's it's obviously warmer, given that it's not in the snowies, which uh, <laughs> sort of does what it says on the box. Um, yeah, yeah. What else is unique about the the Newcastle climate? What are you? What sort of climate are you getting there? We're getting like massive fluctuations. So like uh, last summer, I think it was the we we're getting in our shed over forty five degrees in the shed. Um, yeah, even with even with full flow air and everything, it was bloody hot. And then mm. in winter time, we're, in the winter, we're getting minus two in our shed. So, mm. you know, it's it's a pretty big fluctuation. Yeah, um, but it's pretty. It's a consistent fluctuation, though. So they don't get like hot mornings, cold nights. It's sort of like consistent all day. Right. You know what I mean? It'll drop a bit, but like during the day, it's not that much colder than it is at night. Um, it's just, yeah, it's sort of consistent five degree difference. Yeah. So, and how close to the coast are you as well? Is there much of a coastal uh, influence there? As the crow flies, probably five k's from the right. coast. Yep. So, not really. I don't think the coastal gives it a huge influence, to be honest. Um, not not in our shed that we're in, but the one we're moving to definitely will because it's about two hundred meters from the water. So, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So it's um. Should make a big difference, I think. Well, that'll be interesting for... We'll find out. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, we know that um, a lot Mm -hmm. of of, uh, uh, Scottish uh, distilleries that are right on the water, they always end up having that brininess uh, Mm. to them, whether that will come across or be interesting to see. Are there any... I don't know of any other Australian distilleries that are right on the beach i think manly that's manly's probably the closest that i know of Um, but they're they're not even really on the beach yeah yeah Mm. um but yeah like we've got so we've got four sites so we're keeping the warehouse we're in where they are now just keeping it as a as a warehouse only right not 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 doing any production there so um and then we've got one at Warner's Bay, which we're going to do some stuff. And we've got the Hunter Valley, which we're going to do some stuff. So it's like have barrels aging in all four spots. So they're all going to be slightly different. Mm. It should be good. You know, if we come to blending time and stuff like that, it should be interesting. Yeah, right. Does that mean mm. you can still call it a single malt when you blend from four different locations, even though they're all your own? Well, they're all going to be produced in the one spot. So they're yeah, all going right. to be distilled in the same facility they're just going to be stored at four different locations yeah so i would say yes um but you know someone's probably going to go off at me <laughs> for saying that no it's not technically right well uh, I, th- I think the definition of a single malt is still mm. loose uh for well, a lot of people well, if it's going through the same still and yeah. the same distillery it would, it would still be classed yeah. as a single malt yeah, yeah, for sure. That's my take mm-hmm. on it as well. Yeah. Right. What? Yeah. Where? Where that gets murky is if you. Oh, by have... the way, all of these these things I'm putting up while you're talking are, are, are distilleries in Australia that are close to the water. Yeah. Ah, right. There you go. Fanny's Bay, Mario. Yeah. These guys. Oh, we're going. At least we're... someone knows the industry. Fuck. Yeah. I'm going to Fanny's Bay next week. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. So where Pick that's it. where is that? That's down in Tassie. Yeah, in Tassie, yeah. So that's 
So no. Yeah, near Launceston, I think. Yeah, right. Yep. Edge of the um, world. <laughs> I missed out. I was in Launceston uh, a few months ago, and I missed out going to any of the uh, distilleries up north. I mm. did manage to get to Hobart, which was mm. um, certainly an experience. Mm. Um, yeah, I may have drank way too much whilst there, <laughs> whilst doing this podcast. Uh, and I think it was... Um, yeah, one of our more interesting podcasts. That <laughs> loose, pretty loose. Uh, yeah, we two were people loose. were having their own little party in the corner while the rest of them were working. Yeah, yeah, fair so, enough. You know, I was on holiday. I wonder, I wonder who those two were. <laughs> so tell us about your background. Where did you... You've been distilling for quite a while, 20 years, mm. what I read on the website. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Tell us about your, your distilling journey. So just like a lot of us, we uh, started at home. So found a little tiny still at the garage sale for 20 bucks had a guy with no yeah with no front teeth telling me how to distill and um (laughs) that's how you know he knows what he's talking about well yeah i don't think i I don't remember the next 12 months but um (laughs) um it was pretty yeah no the first two batches i made were horrible The, the most disgusting things i've ever drank um so i was a bit turned off by it but then i ran on ran into a guy at a home brew shop who um did a lot of distilling and he just gave me a few little pointers hmm. and um, pretty much been doing it ever since. So yeah, right. at least once a fortnight doing a little, oh, wow. little run Yep, for the last 20 years. Um, and then oh, what, eight years ago now, what time, when was it? 16, 2016, 15, 2015. I went to, um, out to Dobson's, Steve hmm. Dobson and uh, me and Jeff from down in Tassie and, um, we went and did a bit of a, you know, internship, so to speak. A bit yeah. like Todd's been doing for the last three years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been a long internship, I can tell you. Yeah. <laughs> um, another five years to go yet. Fortunately, Steve wasn't as much of a uh, slave driver's crafty, so it's all right. And then, yeah, just went from there and moved down to Cooma. So, yeah, one of my good friends got killed and was always putting it off and putting it off. And he said to me the week before, he goes, life's too short, chase your dream. Mm. And then he died in a car accident the following week. Wow. So I was just like, okay. So that same day, put my resignation in from the job I hated and just moved down to the Kuma. So mm. and it started the ball rolling. That was 2016, 17, Christmas time. Mm. Yeah, and just been plodding along ever since. So I moved wow. <laughs> a few times. Moved yeah. a few times in that time. Yeah. Certainly sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. Well, Prestige, wondering what was the first thing that you made? Uh, vodka. So before we before we released a um a product on the market, I did eighty two batches of vodka before eighty two batches of vodka before wow. I was satisfied. And um, what differed trying... between those batches? Uh, recipes, process. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, equipment. That was probably the main thing, actually. Yeah, right. He's using pretty, pretty crappy equipment. Um, and then, yeah, got onto a nice little pot, little column still, which I still have today. Still used today, actually. Um, 
and yeah, just kept refining it and refining it. Most most of them were pretty good, um, but it just wasn't what I wanted. And I think the hardest part about that was I didn't know what I wanted until I found it. (laughs) (laughs) I literally had no idea. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what what I want. I don't know what my want my product to taste like because I wasn't a a massive drinker at that stage, and um, Hmm. had been previously, but not then. So I just um, just kept trying, and one day it just clicked and went, "Yep, that's the one." And is that with um, all grain or? No, so it's uh, a, like a through, sugar through wash. That, through that experimentation yeah, yeah. process. So sugar wash? Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just, it's more about the water we use, the ratios, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, we've done grain, we've done corn, we've done, you know, one with rice hulls, like a whole bunch of different stuff to try. Mm. You know, made out of, did ones with uh, apple bases, uh, wine bases. Mm. Yeah, tried everything, mm. really. Um, yeah, right. Had a lot of time because it took nearly a year for our DA to get approved, so... <laughs> I had a lot of time to to tinker. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and then, yeah, just one day, just literally just tasted the hearts of it and went, bang, that's it. Right. So, and we just sort and of then, kept doing this. And then going through the, like, what's your filtration process like once you've got your perfect recipe, it's coming off the still yeah, tasting yeah. fantastic. Are you yeah, doing yeah, extra yeah. filtration on top of that, or? Yeah, yeah. So we we vodka wise, we do that. We distill three times. Mm-hmm. Um, so we strip it and then column still, column still, and then uh, filter it twice. So mm-hmm. just through activated carbon. So it's not nothing too fancy, but just a little gravity fed system we built and it does about a hundred liters at a time mm. um, over about half a day. So it's pretty slow. Right. Yep. Yeah, and we just slow and slow. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then obviously with whiskey and rum, we don't filter it at all. So yeah, it just comes straight off the still. But yeah, that's that was yeah number one. And then we went to we made gin, our bathtub gin. That was number two. And then our moonshine, which is our first real sort of experimenting with a whiskey type product. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just stuck with that for a while. And then for about a year before we actually started making whiskey. So we yeah, were pretty right. lucky. I think I think we were we were the second second or third ever customer for Voyager when they first started. Oh wow! So yeah, so I rang I rang Stu and said I've heard about your your malt from someone. Yeah, and um, <laughs> begged for a pallet, <laughs> <laughs> and I've been begging him ever since. So he's been looking after me. But um, yeah, yeah. So he's always been good to us because oh, we sort right. of we were, were there early and yeah, it was good. Mm. So the moonshine that you've obviously still got mm-hmm. uh, available on the website, um, yeah, right. Yeah. So how long is that aged for to get that color? Uh, varies. It's only short. It's only like three to yeah. six months. So it's yeah, not, right. it's not a, a a big age. It's we don't really want a lot of flavor from it from the yeah. aging. It's more about the color. Yeah, right. Because um, the, the product is quite the raw product is really nice. Um, okay. So we have sold it before unaged, but it just seems more popular when it's aged. Mm. So it gives that little bit more, a little bit of character because it's a corn spirit, so it's quite simple. Yep. Mm. Okay. So without any, without any other characters, it's a bit, you know, it's plain, but it's good. But, so um, it's sort of, it's it's obviously bourbon style. Correct. Yeah. yeah. That's corn, the sort yeah. of aim we've gone towards. Yeah. Yeah. So just so you and know, is again, that the way you've gone for 
Um, all the spirits are corn based. No, just that. That's the only one. Just that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our gins are all based on our vodka. Um, yep. Our moonshine's corn. Our um, sparrowjack, which is like a rum, mm-hmm. not rum, um, is the same deal with it. It's the same as the moonshine, same deal, short aged. Um, yep. But it's a treacle made with treacle rather than molasses. Right. And then, um, and then obviously we've got the Victor and the, and the, mm-hmm. we've got a rum as well. Um, that we make, um, which are again, that's lot. The Victor's lightly peated, and the rums the same as the Sparrowjack, but just age longer. Right, and yeah, so. so the process of using treacle is the same as using molasses. Pretty much, except the main difference is your neighbours don't complain about your um, distillery smelling like death when it's <laughs> fermenting. <laughs> True story, true story. So when I was in Kuma, I was fermenting before we opened, before we opened, I was fermenting a couple of batches in my garage and the um, the neighbours the neighbors rang the cops because they thought there was a dead body in my garage. <laughs> right. So the cops turned up and they thought it was hilarious, but it was, um, yeah, it was disgusting. So I don't, I'd hate to live near like Bundaberg Rum factory or something. It'd be horrible. But um, oh. it, the product tasted good. The end product tasted great. Yeah, right. But, yeah, I don't know whether we just got a bad batch or I've just been turned off ever since. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I can do with that. That that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I'm really interested to find out more about, yeah, is the mist. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty. I've it's just pretty ordered cool. my my bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's sitting in your inbox. I should have yeah, ordered yeah. some moonshine as well. I'll place another order that's for right. that one. Um, nice. <laughs> but black truffle gin. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds amazing. It is amazing. It's not just sounding amazing. It's like, it's one of my favorite things I've ever made. Like, it's just, right. It's, it's crazy. It's, um, so it's a fit. It literally is the first black gin in the world. Other places say, "Oh, we're the first black gin," but they're not. We are. Um, <laughs> so they, they can eat a dick. Um, it's been yeah. This is our fifth year we've made it. So yeah, right. So um, yeah, but as we only ever did, yeah. I think the most we've ever made is 150 bottles. So it's not per batch. Mm. So it's not a big product. So we don't go crazy. Yeah, but truffles are also three thousand dollars a kilo. So yeah, yeah, like the ones we get. Like, there's lots of truffles on the market, but we get the root, like the the ducks yeah. nuts. You know, so so you yeah. didn't you didn't consider calling it the ducks nuts? <laughs> I should have in hindsight, <laughs> but um, no. Well, the the first day that I went, I went to the farm where the truffles are. They um, it was all it was all misty. It was, you couldn't even mm. see the road. So we thought, oh, that's a pretty good name. We'll stick to that. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, it was good. Super nice people, too, that, that make it. That was their idea, actually. It wasn't mine. Right. So we were up there. We you were up to there pay them royalties now. Shush. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. We look after them. Um, <laughs> but, no, we were up. They, they actually came and saw me at the local markets and were like, oh, we make truffles. Would you like to do something? And we're like, okay. So they gave us, like, a piece, like about five cent piece size and so there's about fifty dollars worth of truffle oh my god and um they'll make a truffle vodka right and that's what we thought we'll do truffle vodka why not and mm-hmm. vodka and it was horrible 
<laughs> Shit. It was, it, seriously, like we made about 50 bottles and I think we sold about two. Like it oh, was no. just, uh, it just did not work by itself. Mm-hmm. So, so then you um, add in the uh, the rock salt Szechuan yeah. black pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, sounding it's quite special. Pretty it's pretty good. So we actually um, had some chefs help us out. So we had some chefs who specialised in truffle dishes and just sort of said, look, this is what we've got. This is what we want. How do we, you know, get to that spot? And mm. um, so the following year... We went back up to the truffle farm. We picked the truffles with them, all that sort of stuff. And uh, well, the dogs did it. We just drank wine, but um, <laughs> of course. Um, and you then were we there just went supervising. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And then we just went, went down to a, you know five or six different recipes and tried each one and nailed it. So, and it's been, yeah, it's 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 very different. Like a lot, like some people don't like it at all. Mm. Um, but is that because they like don't it. like truffle. And they don't like the earthiness of the truffle, or is it exactly, exactly right? Yeah. So then, then it seems to be a take and leave it thing. Some people love truffle, some people hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same with gin. Some people love gin, it's some people like hate it. So. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah, we just um, yeah. Then we were just playing around with colours and stuff, and we thought, yeah, we found this really good way of making it black. It's all natural, so we just went, yep, cool. Right. So. Yeah. So the black isn't a result of the truffle. No, it's not. No, but we thought along the lines of it's the black truffle, so we yep. thought we could you know, make it go black, and then when you add tonic, it goes blue. So oh. it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Right. So it's um, it's quite nice, and Ooh. it's 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 not a strong, it's like overly strong truffle flavor. So mm. I think when uh, the Hyatt in Canberra had it, it was one of their signature cocktails, and right. they were doing a French champagne. And a shot of truffle in the bottom, mm. and it was just mind blowing because the bubbles and yeah. Mm. yeah, I can't afford French champagne, but that's all right. It, it was <laughs> it was nice. Close your eyes and pretend. <laughs> <laughs> passion pop, passion pop. Ah, oh, a little, little bit of spumante in there. Wouldn't that work well? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now, honestly, it's it's a it's a really crazy good product, and we had. You know, year before last, we had some people flying from Singapore specifically to pick it up. Oh, wow, so, really? So, yeah, from the truffle farm, they wanted a crate, so they, or six yeah. bottles, whatever it was. So, they, yeah, that was pretty exciting. So, they mm. bought it the year before. I loved it. So, yeah, it's good. With, you know, every year we've resold to probably half the people from the year before. Yeah, right. So, yeah, so. And good. is there a difference in the truffles each year? Do you notice? Yeah, this year they're a little bit different because the all the rain that they've been having, because yeah. um, they they mature when the first frost they hits. First frost. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So they um the frost was quite late this year, I think, and wow. then they had that quite, quite heavy snowfall. But before that, had a little rain. So I think mm. they're a lot bigger than normal. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, so you mean... know when you have. When you have a steak, like if you have a really good like waggy or something, it's got lots of veins and yep. and stuff. Not not veins, <laughs> lots of um, marbling in it. That's right. Marbling, well, it's, yeah. The truffles are the same. Yeah. The truffles will get um, really good marbling in them when they're really like high quality. Mm. So yeah, it's um. And how yeah, many no, truffles do you use in a batch? Uh, we're doing about just under a kilo. 
this time. Wow. So we should at get about three, maybe three grand a, a kilo. Yeah, and we might get about three hundred bottles this batch. So we're doing a, we're doing a bigger batch this year. Yeah. So wow. yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> no wonder it's a hundred and fifty dollars gin. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But it's um, it's worth it. I guarantee it. I, I can't wait. I'm I'm pumped. We we're trying a little bit today, having a little yeah. nose of it. So we'll start bottling it on Monday. And, yeah, um, that it ships out from yeah. the 18th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're just yeah bottling it on Monday and going to start shipping it straight away. So um, pretty Ooh. excited because yeah. it's one of those things you know come across it by accident and mm-hmm. um, never really planned for it, but it was a good experiment. Yeah, <laughs> and it was um was well, we. Were, we yeah, it's like everything, it's like this, like this whole us three. It's the yeah, just come across everyone. Yeah, yeah. So that's amazing. So, are there, given the success of it, do you think it's going to be? It will be an ongoing, um, ongoing release where possible. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like, like honestly, the the people that we do with uh, Richard Barbara down the truffle farm are like two of the nicest people I've ever met. And we just, it's just a real, it's a really nice relationship. So it's something that we would like to just keep doing with them. And, and like they sell some of it at the cell door too, which is good. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so we do it with them. So it's a bit of a collab and it's just a nice, nice thing to do every year. Um, mm. And it's, you know, I, I like it. We like experimenting a lot. So, but it's always going to be there. And yeah, because yeah. we're only making a small batch once a year, it's not, it's not a huge yeah. workload. So mm. to speak. So and now that we special. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're just um, it's exciting. We've got lots of other exciting things happening, but that's that's one of the, you know, between the Victor and that, they're probably the two biggest, mm. you know, legacies I've had so far. So yeah, right. So <laughs> what else? What other exciting things are coming up? You can't let slip. You can't say that there's exciting things and then not say what they are. Mm. Can't I? Because I can leave people hanging. You, you could <laughs> leave people yeah. hanging. Yeah. So we've just um, it's, it's so just us though. No one else is watching. So no, no, not at all. No, it's just us. <laughs> yeah. There's no um, one watching. You're not supposed to remind me that. Now I'm nervous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so as I said, we're move, we're moving into our new premises, which is um, exciting. So we've got a yep. brand new brew house arriving next Monday. Mm. So we've got um we're moving into beer production as well. So, I didn't think there was anything wrong with your old one when I saw it online. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's uh well that's our that's our newer old one. So our old old one still still we still got it. We're still oh, the wow. original OG. We've still got our first still that looked like the uh, Mr. Swiggle rocket ship. <laughs> so, it does. It's a little little tiny little hundred and fifty liter crab pot that we made into a still. Oh wow. Um, yeah, I've still got it. We're still using it. Um, but yeah, it's the new brew house is um, thousand. It's a six vessel brewery, um, but three of the brew tanks have still heads on them. Okay. So it's a it's a hybrid system. So you can switch a valve and it goes from distilling one day to brewing the next. So oh, wow. we can okay. I design it. My, yeah, I designed it all myself. So it's um, taken a few years. Yep. But it's just, oh. yeah, maximum usage for minimum footprint. Mm. And yeah. so what's your plan with that? Yeah. Sorry, what was that, Luke? So so what's your plan uh, 
with that. So you're going to be producing a range of beers as well as your range of spirits? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the main purpose of buying a brewery is to make more whiskey. Yep. That's always been the goal. The beers are more of the income stream, and we, we mm -hmm. like beer, so it's all right. We, you know, help. Um, but it's all right. Like at the moment, we can make sort of one barrel a week on our current mm -hmm. setup. New setup, we can do 20 to 30 barrels a week. Oh, wow. So, That's a huge step yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to be able to do that straight away because obviously it costs money to make barrels. Um, yeah. But it gives us that room to grow Bible. into. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it's exciting. And then, yeah, it's just it landed on the docks yesterday. So I've been waiting nervously with this massive East Coast low that we've had, hoping it didn't fall off the ship. Um, yeah, I was freaking out. So, on Lobby's beach again. <laughs> no, no. Another Pasha Volker 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what my was doing. Yeah, no. At least I could just go and get it then. Just wait out and pull it <laughs> well, there's, there's a, there's out. Just wait out there. Knock on the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's um no, but I think we're we're pretty happy. We've got thirty six products in our range now, so we don't really want to add any more products. Um, we just want to a really it. big catalog of of product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just sort of showing people that we can do it. Mm. And <laughs> are all the um the house party mm. um are they inspired by Newcastle Youth? <laughs> yeah it's um it, you know they, you might remember an old show on the uh, on tv from the 90s about that about the old house party but um mm. but flat tops and stuff mm -hmm. but um no the, look in all honesty uh, for us it's uh, one of those uh customer demand products like we get a lot of customers asking us at markets we do markets every weekend um pretty much asking if you know we have flavored vodkas flavored vodkas flavored vodkas glitter 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 flavored vodkas <laughs> So we just went, okay, well, the demand, the people want it, so we'll make it. Oh, which one has so, glitter? Oh, all the flavoured vodkas do if you want want them to. Oh. So it's yeah. a customer's choice. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glitter so, Yeah, yeah. I've got to do something pretty because I have to look at my head every morning. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, you're gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So given that you've got this extensive range, mm -hmm. are there like are there new things that you wanna that you want to achieve in the catalogue of product? Um it's not there yet. Just just more refining on the whiskey side of it. So we wanna just mm -hmm. really just pump our whiskey. We're happy with the range of products we've got. So we yep. we might throw the occasional seasonal gin or something in random, you know, um thing, but Mostly, we just want to focus on ramping up whiskey production and rum. Mm -hmm. We want to do whiskey, like rum as well, but mostly just the whiskey production. Maybe do a couple of different expressions, a couple of experiments and mm -hmm. styles and stuff like that. But yeah, it's sort of, I think we're at the point now where we've grown to where we want to grow when it comes to development. Mm -hmm. But now we just have to focus on growth. So pushing yep. hard to pay the, pay the bills. Well, with Some four pain. locations, yeah, I'm paying uh, you certainly there. spread a lot thinner than almost mm. anyone else mm. that we've spoken to. Yeah, um, and it's it's good and bad. Like it's it's it's. Uh, I can see the picture in my head of where what's mm -hmm. happening, and maybe that's like one side of my head telling me one thing and one side telling me something different. Um, but 
yeah, it's it's definitely a struggle, and obviously COVID and and everything has put a massive mm. effect on that. Um, yeah, how did you deal with lockdowns with the the different locations? Well, I didn't do lockdown. I just worked all, every day, <laughs> making, making hand sanitizer at one stage. Um, Everybody but, did. Do you yeah, still have yeah. any left? No, yeah, we a little bit. We we budgeted pretty good when it comes to production, so we were doing mm-hmm. week by week. So we didn't really have excess. Yeah, right. Um, little, yeah. We got a bit, but not nothing. A few hundred liters, but we just mostly use that ourselves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's um. It's it's a hard struggle. Anyone that sort of um, comes into this game thinks it's easy is living in a fantasy land. Mm. That's for sure. And there's a lot of people, you know, especially there's a lot of new distilleries starting up. People are like, oh, you're just going to throw a bucket load of money at it. Well, sorry to disappoint. <laughs> it's going to be pretty. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So a lot of hard work involved. Um, a lot of luck. There's a bit of luck too. Sometimes um, we've had a bit of mm. bad luck, but you know. COVID's definitely been the biggest hurdle for us. Mm. Um, but I think that's been the hurdle for everyone, not not just us. Yeah, yeah. That's you it. Know, everyone. Everyone has a COVID story. 100%. I've had a family member lose their business completely. So, I, like, I understand it's not just, mm. you know, it is what it is. So, we just have mm. to move forward. Um, we got some, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about what's happening. It's been hard, mm. but... Mm. Um, you know, I've got a beautiful partner and, you know, one, two wonderful kids and business is doing, my staff now are just brilliant. I've had a lot of staff dramas, but yeah. I've got, you know, a dozen, dozen full-time staff now. A dozen and, staff. Wow. Yeah. But they're all brilliant. Like I'm just at the moment, <laughs> touch wood. Um, I have absolutely wonderful staff, super passionate, um, understand what I'm trying to do. Mm. So, which is nice. Helping so, to yeah. share the dream, that's that's always good. Now Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> question from Dave and Carolyn. Where do you see yourself in ten years? Um sitting down there at Tasmania with you, Dave, having a, a whiskey at Cradle Mountain. <laughs> um yeah. Well, they're definitely. hoping for a catch up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um honestly, I, I'm pretty satisfied where I am now. With it when it comes mm. to like locations, um, it's about for us. It's about growth, mm. um, but focusing on customer service. Um, obviously, you know we've got, we've got. I won't say there's a few things we've got planned for the next year or two, but I won't say what they are. Obviously, um, unfortunately, um, but they're pretty pretty big. Um, but it, it sort of revolves around what we're doing now. Like so, it's not anything yeah. new. It's sort of more just locking down what we're doing. You know, so and, and what does that growth look like? Is it is that just more production? Um, yeah, and greater volume, um, yeah. or are there yeah. other elements to that growth? So, we've had the last three years, we've had doubled growth, we've doubled our sales each year for the last three years, mm. and we've also doubled our stock on hand and assets every year for the last three years. So wow. while we haven't made while we haven't made any money yet, um, we've been reinvesting it all, and yep. um, we're just going to keep doing that for a while. Mm. So obviously, you know, we saw we had the crowdfunding. We did that crowdfunding through virtual, mm-hmm. and um, that was good. It was good. We got you know seven hundred new family members. Yeah, right. So to speak, but you know what family members are like. Of Everyone, course. 
that not everyone's and, happy all the time. So that's so, that's actually an interesting thing as well. That that yeah. the the crowdfunding um, approach. Yeah. Every day I seem to be getting an email about another crowdfunded uh, distillery mm-hmm. or brewery or something or other. How did you find that? Why did you go down that route? And what the, do you wish is... you knew? Yeah. Do you wish you knew before you started? Yes. Yeah. Um, look, in all honesty, if it was an option for me to just go out and get a massive bank loan, I probably would have just done that. Mm-hmm. In with brutal honesty, um, but that wasn't an option, not for the growth that we were pushing for. Um, yeah. And essentially, it was either crowdfund with seven hundred people or find one big business partner to partner up with. Mm. Um, the only problem with that is one big business partner demands a lot more control yeah. in your company and I was not prepared to do that. So, like, obviously, it's my mm. vision, my business, my product, yeah. but I I want it to be the best for everyone. Mm. So I want everyone, whereas I think the crowdfunding was definitely the best option for us, um, but it's been really hard work. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's been, what, a year and a half ago we started the ball rolling. Um, November last year we finalised it and then... Since then, we've you know been managing it, um, you know trying so to do the not right. Just, it's not just all right. We're gonna open up, give us your money, and uh, go from there. Or what? What's, no. what's actually involved from your end? Yeah, so just think of it as feeding your family. So if you mm-hmm. you know every day, every month, you've got to you know update everyone what's going on. Um, you've got to any, so a, lot, any... a lot of engagement. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. And look, and the last few months, I've been a bit not slack, but a little bit overwhelmed by it all. Yeah. To be honest, like it's been a really difficult journey the last few months with everything going on with weather and COVID mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff, staff changes. Um, but now that we've got, we've literally just hired someone specifically to manage that. Oh wow! So you know, and they're only doing one day a week, but it's their yep. job is to manage all our shareholders, and I think. You know, there's, there's, I know there's at least one or two of our shareholders on this group and on this chat at the moment who would probably agree that it's got better. Um, but it's been hard. It's been very difficult. Um, it's not for the faint of heart, that's for sure. Yeah, right. So, I, I like, it's definitely like from a from a um, percentage perspective, it was definitely the right choice for us. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely not the right choice for everyone. Mm. Because it, it's hard work, and you're not going to please right. everyone. So, so it's 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 hard work in in keeping in contact with everyone and making sure that everyone knows what's happening. Or because yeah, it's not yeah, a yeah. is it a, a is it an actual stake in the business or is it a sort of a yeah, symbolic yeah. stake? It's an actual stake in the business, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's just just a man. It's just like owning shares on the share market, except yeah, it's a yeah. private company. So because some a, of them they... are, are not like you don't have any voting rights or anything involved in in the actual business you're a symbolic investor yeah yeah so look we the shareholders can have a, a vote on it for sure yep. um but at the end of the day i'm a majority shareholder so yeah, it yeah. is what it is but i do yep. listen to everyone like there's a lot of people on our in our and that's there's a lot of positives to it too so for example mm-hmm. a lot of our shareholders have really good industry experience right. so there's people that owned pubs own pubs own bottle shops have worked in bottle shops hospitality and i get such good advice from people um mm. 
like when I want it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, but everyone's really there's I know one of our guys is a town planner. There's other guys that are working in the whiskey industry. Whiskey yeah, right. industry. Um, it's good. It's it's a lot of positives. But then there's also mm. the positives of when we have our venues. Like if we, you know, want to do a promotion, we can promote straight to 700 people. Yeah, yeah. You know, who who have an interest in our business, who are then going to tell their friends and family and. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, it, for us, it's been a positive experience, mm. and, and the money us, helps as well. Well, because let me buy all this equipment that I probably wouldn't have been able to get for another two years. Yeah, right. So, yeah. like, I would have got it eventually, but it mm. would have been two years from now instead of now. Yep. And then two years from now, we're going to have th- two or three hundred more barrels than we would have had without it. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Which is exciting. And that, that that's certainly helps with your volume and, and your growth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So, I'm glad we did it. I, it was a hard slog. It took a long time, and it's and it's still hard, but it's definitely yeah. worth it. So, yeah, right. And what what's the most surprising thing that's come out of that experience for you? Um, how much everything's gone up in cost um, <laughs> when we first budgeted yeah. for it. Probably. Um, no, but there's a lot of positive. So, like, you know, it's like everything. Out of every hundred people, we might get one negative person that whinges and bitches and moans about this, that, and the other. Mm. But then we get, like, 50 people sending us these awesome messages of support or emails mm. or saying, you know, like, you're doing really well at this and, and just that positive motivation, you know, because, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not here for the quick buck. I'm here to make a business grow and give to my kids one day. So it's just like you know, it's all about. It is about making money at the end of the day. We stupid otherwise, but um, you know, we're not about just making millions and selling out the first person that comes along. So yeah, um, so you, that you you, yeah. you won't do that when Diageo knocks on your door and look, look, don't get me wrong. It is <laughs> okay. Someone asked me someone. Someone asked me this question yesterday who used to work for one of the big two beer companies and he's like, would you ever sell your business? And my answer is no, mm-hmm. unless the number mm-hmm. had a shit ton of zeros on the end of it. Mm-hmm. So, because I'd be, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I have shareholders. So I have to do what's oh, in the so best, got to, best got to... interest of shareholders as well, not just myself. Yeah. So but you look at, you look at, say, um, Stone and Wood is an example of, of someone that mm. sold recently. I know it's in the beer industry, but I think it was like in excess of $500 million. That's a lot I of zero. I love whiskey, but if someone comes and says to me, you want $500 million, I'm, you know, it's going to be an interest because then I can go and buy an island and, <laughs> yep. make, and make whiskey on the island. Yeah, for yourself and only for yeah. yourself. And, yeah, yeah. You can make $500 million. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what I'd do, honestly. I'd probably reinvest it and make more. But um, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere else. Somewhere else. Um, so you obviously honestly, can't just sit still. No, no, no. Got to be That's doing why something. I've moved three times in the last two weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> four weeks, Todd. Four well, weeks, Four Todd. weeks, Come all on. right. Yeah, need a break in the middle. Um, yeah. uh, look, I just love this industry. It's great. It's full of great people. Um, it's just it, it's hard work, and anyone says it's not hard work is kidding themselves. Like I look dulled mm. up at the moment, but you should have seen me earlier. <laughs> it's like I've been dragged up the driveway. The missus has dragged me up the driveway with my hair and 
Sorry, well, let's, let's just talk about your missus for a little bit because she's going to hate it. <laughs> she's sitting there going, no. Nah. Nah, she's like, no, nah, please, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. Because from what I've what I've seen, yeah, with pretty well every distiller that we've spoken to, mm-hmm. is the behind every good distiller is an even better wife or partner who mm-hmm. is your quality control, your your um, your uh, uh, reality check. Reality manager. Yes. yes. In, my, in my case, it's a reality check manager. Crafty's got yeah, yeah. Crafty who definitely yeah, yeah. keeps them in yeah. line. Yeah. Um, that's definitely the case. <laughs> that's definitely the case here, for sure. For sure. European woman, yeah. very opinionated. <laughs> uh huh. Calls a spade a spade. Tells me mm-hmm. I'm a dickhead when I'm a dickhead. Um, <laughs> But she's honestly wonderful. And um, as I said to you guys before we By the started, way, you're allowed um, to flip around the ears if he says something wrong. <laughs> oh, she would. Don't worry about it. No, she's wonderful. <laughs> so honestly, um, you know, finding a wonderful partner is a huge part of success. And I've, mm. I've noticed in the last, you know, six, eight months, whatever it's been, uh, six months actually, um, today, six months today, um, that we... we um, Look at I you remembering dates. Yeah, I know. Hey, That's it's crazy. impressive. Hint, hint. That's um, impressive. <laughs> trying to embarrass her. Um, <laughs> but it's um, honestly, she's been a really wonderful experience. And, and it's like, I guess it's like when you come into a business with a business partner, if you mm. have a business partner, then you, you're generally going to, who's positive experience, you're going to have a better time. Because yep. if someone's draining mentally and physically, it's going to be, you know, a lot, lot more difficult. <laughs> but mm. Yeah, it's been a good thing, very good thing, and she, she loves and knows more about whiskey than I do. So right. she's been to, she's been to more distilleries than I have, including <laughs> those in Scotland, and Germany, and Tasmania, and everywhere. So mm-hmm. it's, um, she's leading me on a journey of discovery, which is good. <laughs> so, and she's, like, she's the designer of all your labels. Well, she will be of our of our house party and all of our future stuff. Exactly. So, yeah, right. Um, but it's funny, we were talking to her friends yesterday who were living on a yacht over in uh, Sweden at the moment, yes. and uh, we were video chatting them last night, and they're going to Scotland for winter. Mm-hmm. And uh, we said, well, you know, that might be a necessary reason for us to attend Scotland mm. to uh, meet with them. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's it's a, it's a, um, an R&D trip. 100%. But I've never been, so it would be great, great experience. So I've, um, I've never been to Scotland either. I would yeah. love to go. Yeah. Uh, make sure you um, have a chat with uh, Rachel McNeil. Okay. On yep. the Isla Whiskey Academy. Yes. Okay. Um, nice. So we can hook you up there. She knows yep. everyone in Isla. So Sick. definitely yeah. the best person to. She can get you in all those doors. Yeah, well, we'll be staying on a yacht in the middle of winter, so that should be interesting. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're going down to – I'm looking forward to going to Tassie next week. So next Thursday we're going to Tassie for a week. Um, right. Again, I've never been. So I, it's, as a distiller, oh, wow. it's sort of our, our local mecca, I guess. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty excited about meeting a few people. Like I said, uh, Daryl, David, and Carolyn there. We haven't mm-hmm. actually met them before. Spoken to them plenty of times. Uh, Jeff um, down there as well, and there's a few other distilleries we want to catch up with. And we just mm. also, you know, need a holiday. I haven't had a holiday for nearly ten years, so yeah, right. for me, it's a bit of a break. Yep. <laughs> from work and kids, but also having a good time. So. You know, anyone wants to comment on where they reckon we should go, let us know. Um, well, we've got. To... I missed out on going to see Peter Bignall. Yeah, Belgrove. I yep. I missed out. I was oh, yeah, there yeah, when he yeah. wasn't at the uh, distillery. I'm yep. So sad that I didn't get to meet the mad scientist himself. Yeah, uh, I saw he's going to Brisbane. Changed. He's going to Brisbane this weekend. Next weekend. So yeah, I saw there. something. I saw that. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we definitely plan on hopefully meeting Pete because I've spoken to Pete plenty of times and on the phone. And look, again, that's that's why I love this industry. You've got people like him, like Todd and Crafty. I've spoken to heaps of times. Um, the guys from Karu, um, Dobson's, heaps like heaps of people. Manly, Reg, I know Reg obviously um, from the old old Ironbark days. Um, mm. So like, there's a lot of no, it's just, it's yeah, it's just a good just a good industry, man. Like everyone mm. helps each other out and. There's a few dickheads. Sorry to say that, but there is. Um, I'm not going to show you. Every industry has them. There's one or two I could name, but I won't. Um, yeah, who I can't. Right, stand. We'll go offline, and you can you can name It's a great industry, and, and who wouldn't love it? Because we get to drink whiskey That's and it. rum and gin. Yeah. And um, oh, actually, one more thing. So this see this. This is a little bottle of port. Oh, hang on. Where are we? Oh. Yeah. So, like, right. okay, um, fortified. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, what it is is a, a local inner city winemakers. They make it's a one guy makes like wines each year, and um, he hit us up a few years ago and said during COVID and said like I got all those extra grapes. Can we do something with them? So we fermented them again, and um, distilled it, and we've made brandy. But then he right. uses all the all the vod, all the base for his fortified. So ah. it's a. It's a sick little collab. That's probably one yeah, of the yeah. best ports I've ever had. Like I love port, um, mm. but it, that blows my mind. He's such a good winemaker. So I've, I've got a fifty-liter barrel of port just down here. Nice. Oh, that I haven't touched in quite a while. I'm not sure how yeah, good yeah. it is. Fifty <laughs> liters. So it, it'll be awesome. Wait, wait, there's one you gave me a little tipple from, or yeah, yeah, that one. Oh, that yeah, was, yeah, that was sick. It was a while that ago. Was it was so quite good. nice at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, kind of another just quick thing. So, I just remembered when we're talking about port. So, my the Victor Hingston. So, when my pop died, he had a bottle of Seffieldsfield, like I was like a twenty-year-old port mm. on his on his shelf. I can't remember exactly which one it was, but I could see. I know from their website which one it is. But he'd had that there for like over twenty years. Oh, so wow. it was like over forty years old, and he wouldn't let anyone touch it. <laughs> so. What do you think we did when he passed away? The first night, we oh, cracked house, that open, cracked the port, and I've been in love with port ever since. So as soon as I saw, it, I remember that Seppelsfield never heard of it before, and so when I when I got the opportunity to get our barrels from there, I'm like, yeah, that's sick. So I'm like, you know, full circle sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But is there anything put... left of that initial bottle, or is that <laughs> well gone? It was well gone about an hour into it. I mean, between the best. <laughs> I know he paid a lot of money for it, but he would have loved it. He would have been happy for us to drink it. So, well, at least it didn't go away. So, yeah, yeah. So, but that's always had that little mindset of like, oh, port, 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 port. 
Sipplesfield, mm. whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are, what else are you going to be doing with the uh, with those grapes then? Uh, we're just going to keep. So we're going to keep doing brandy each year with uh, brandy and um, port with uh, Rob from the winemakers. So mm-hmm. um, we've got a we've got a brand a hundred liter barrel sitting there waiting to release after Christmas. So we've got a we're going to little pour, a little little bit of um, brandy there, which is quite nice. Yep. Um, yeah, we'll just see. We've got we've got a few little you know experiments and stuff. Like we've got we've got forty thousand liters of wine in our warehouse at the moment that we <laughs> are distilling down. In we got it for free from the wineries because it's all smoke tank, and um, oh, right. they, they couldn't do anything with it. So we use yeah. and we've just been experimenting using making gin out of that. Yep. See what it's like. Um, I know uh, Phil from Mobius. He's been doing yeah. a lot with grape spirit, and it's yeah, yeah. In a gin, it's fantastic. Yeah, um, so it's, we've got mixed results so far. Um, still a lot of experimenting to go, but we're also still stripping forty thousand liters of wine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's going to take us a while. Yeah, that's a long term project. That one, most like yeah, we've, we've got three stills, but they don't. They're not that big. <laughs> how do you how do you store forty thousand liters? So you've got a, an Look IBC up. is a thousand. <laughs> yeah. So it's a thousand liters. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, just yeah, taking up a, a lot of room in our warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is what it is. So and how how and much like, have you gotten through? Uh, we've got we've well we've knocked about ten thousand off so far. Jeez. So we've got about we've got about forty thousand left. <laughs> so no, I think I think it's only about twenty five thirty now. I think we started with four only. So only. only. Yeah, yeah. And some of it's in bottles too. So they actually bottled some of it. So we have to cork it and pour it in and yeah. Oh wow. So we've got, I think we've got twenty IVCs and the rest is in bottles. Jeez. So it's pretty labor That's- intensive. <laughs> That's what interns are for. That's what. I, so I said about good staff, mate. That's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Well, that was like one, one for them, the one for the drum, one for them, one for the drum. Crafty <laughs> was given a pellet of um of water and in, in five liter bottles. What was that? Sorry. Crafty was given a, a pellet of water and five liter bottles, <laughs> and it was an apprentice's job to fill the still. <laughs> so your job. That was a pain in the backside, I can tell you. Oh, it would have been. <laughs> How long did what? that take? Quite some time. It was a very long night. By the time I got the still filled, yeah, it heated up. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> How I. Uh... We're going to have to talk about how that came about because that's just <laughs> oh, special, It was a special oh, deal. Okay. One of these, there's a, there's a good idea. I was going to say time. something, then I laughed at the same time. <laughs> it made, me, made me laugh and choke. <laughs> the worst thing is that we had the toll helicopter fly over the distillery a couple of months later, and those little yeah. plastic bottles in yeah. the downlight. Yeah, they're like, uh, they're like lanterns all around uh, the pub now, are they? Yeah, yeah. it's it a while to pick them up, I can tell you. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, I still haven't come out there yet. I really want to come out and visit you guys, but I haven't had, I haven't been able to. I haven't been able to get away, obviously with COVID and mm. yeah, it's been a bit of a oh. mish. But we're yeah, we're gonna start it's, we're gonna start doing a few more road trips now, aren't we? Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna start it's likewise, it'd be it'd be good to get up and see you guys up there, but but now you've got yeah, this yeah. 
dangling this carrot or something pretty cool to see. We'll have to wait until it's installed and then. Yeah, well, look, it's arriving next week, so you can come up and have a sticky beak. But um, it's going to be oh, yeah, it like a box. <laughs> working. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. It's um, but yeah, we're going to have like yeah, the property next door is going to have we're going to have like, twenty six shipping containers all stacked all around to with a bar and stuff in it. So it's going to be pretty cool. cool. Yeah, twenty six shipping containers stacked around the. Explain so that. We've got, so we've got a we've got a build we've got a building with a distillery in it, yep. and then next door we've got an empty block of land, right, where the house burnt down next door. So we're um, <laughs> we're putting <laughs> we're putting like a uh, like a beer garden with all shipping containers around the outside of it, mm. but they're going to be like double stacked, so we can have like an upstairs area. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we wow. can't physically we can't build a building there, so we thought, well, next yep. best thing is we can put temporary building on there so to me that just sounds like the most awesome way to deal with the zombie apocalypse mm -hmm. one gate at the front full access to a distillery so we can make flamethrowers and multi yep. cocktails and stuff and yeah i mean a burning in. zombie is still a dangerous zombie but yeah yeah at least, at least it's good to look at yeah exactly right. exactly so you know the from the top, top row with the bow <laughs> yeah get the crossbow out Oh boy, I'm all up for that. Yeah, I, I know where I'm that, coming. When that the was definitely my plan. Hit. That was definitely my plan. <laughs> what, in all honesty, was that part of your mindset when you were thinking about doing a barrier wall mm -hmm. out of shipping containers? Did you think zombie apocalypse? Yeah, well, those ads keep popping up on Facebook all the time for those video games with with zombies mm. in it. So it was sort of like in the back of my mind, yep. you know, like like Captain Holt putting something in Peralta's head on Brooklyn Nine Nine. You know, like it's just like with his watch. Remember that where he's talking about his watch all the time. Yep. Yeah. So those yep. stupid ads actually work, but not in the way that they wanted me wanted them to. <laughs> you didn't buy the game. You didn't invest the money, no. but you now have yeah. your own. Uh, zombie barricade. That's brilliant. We will. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think about that whenever I, uh, whenever I move house. It's like, yes. What is the zombie defensibility here? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it does actually enter my mind, and I think I think where I am now, I think I'm all right. So don't they say women and children first? Is that what you like? Push them. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'll defend you they've got, young, they've got younger sweeter blood so yes oh yeah, william yeah, william so william's put a comment on here about zombies at market town he is not kidding himself <laughs> my god that is like bogan uh, junkie central market town <laughs> holy shit <laughs> are, you gonna, are you gonna open up a uh, a uh, cellar door there then no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's um, no. We'll stay clear of Market Town and zombies. Hopefully. <laughs> I think this is actually the first time that zombies have actually come into the podcast. So yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah, an yeah. opportunity, personally. Well, Crafty's obviously like a bit of a zombie tonight because he's not here. You know, mentally. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he, he mentally. needs to make an, a he needs to make a cameo appearance. By the way. Yeah. 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 Have you received a message from him? Do we know whether he's stopped no, 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 way no. or is he driving all the way through? No idea. I don't know if he's online listening to us. If he is, 
Elijah's on the road and sent us a message. <laughs> classic, classic. Who else have we got? So we've got Corey. G'day, Corey. William. Yeah, William's a legend. Um, Andrew uh, from Prestige is a bit dodgy, but nah. I'm going to take that. I was thinking, I was thinking, oh. more of this. <laughs> just in case we forgot what he looked like. I, I thought it was a zombie for a minute then. Ah! Ah. Oh my God. Classic, classic. <laughs> uh, you guys are gold. <laughs> he's, got a, yeah, he's, oh. a bit like, he's a bit like Colgate, he gets in. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, such a bad joke. <laughs> such a bad joke. So, what's in? What can we expect from you in the next? Um, what's the next new thing that you're allowed to tell us about? Uh, we might have to say that confer, for part confer two. with the with the boss if you need. Yeah, to. we might have to say we might have to say that for the next shoot in the shit. I think. Yeah, right. Because there's, um, there's there's a few big things happening, but some of them are um, patent pending and. All right, fair enough. And well, not not right. literally because then Crafty would just find out about it with patterns anyway. He seems to find them pretty well. So, um, <laughs> look, honestly, the next six months are going to be just us um, getting everything built and set up, and yeah, probably lo- probably longer than six months to be honest. But to get the um, new gear all set up and yeah, yeah, working. we'll get the gear set up first, and then and then focus on the site next door once as everything's up and running. Yep. So cool. we, you know, we've got the plan. It's going to take a long time to get the other site through council. So. Because mm. council, councils are great, um, so we, yeah. So look, honestly, the next six months will be a, pretty much yeah. So a lot next six months are going to be me posting a lot of photos on my Facebook about building stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then my staff having stresses because I'm not there because I'm too busy building stuff. Um, <laughs> oh, they're that good; they should be able to cope without you. No, nah, they are. They are. They are great. They are great. <laughs> um, and then yeah, and then hopefully after that six months, we'll see what happens. But yep. um, we're here for the long haul, mm. so I'm not That's going cool. nowhere. But definitely want to start having more, you know, more visits from industry, um, going visiting more industry, mm-hmm. um, you know, just getting out there and enjoying it a bit. Because as I said, I've been doing this for nearly nine years now, and it's mentally, it's or eight years, sorry, but it's been very mentally draining. Mm. Um, so I'm finally coming out that other side now, and just want to start enjoying it a bit. So yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. New Council's yeah. the best. Um, <laughs> now they're wonderful people. If they're listening, they are wonderful, wonderful we people. Love them all. Yes, they yeah, can all yeah. come in for a drink on the house. They're all welcome. They're all welcome. All the councillors, the mayor, mm-hmm. everyone. They can all come mm-hmm. in for a beer and a whiskey. <laughs> so, which markets are you at every weekend? Uh, so we do. Um, Homegrown markets in Newcastle, mostly also the Newcastle markets. So Spears yep. Point, Waters Bay, um, a few others around. It depends. Each they're all different. They vary from week to week. Mm-hmm. But we just put everything. You don't on like our moving around media. a lot, do you? No, no, no. We put everything on our socials. So yeah, we jump on. Yeah. We jump on there and just go. Yeah, it's weather dependent and things like that too. Staff, etc. So yeah, yeah. Events if we have got events on. Mm-hmm. Um, Things like that. So, and you're yeah. not doing whiskey live. No, no, not at the moment. Unfortunately. 
So going, like, yeah, going to Tassie, got the new stuff coming in. Don't really have time to scratch myself. <laughs> so, so Todd and I will be uh, wandering around Whiskey Live this weekend. Yes, uh, nice. Anyone, anyone else is there? Come and say hi. Yeah, love yeah. To meet. Make sure yeah. you do. And run off with Crafty's hat if he's still wearing it. Grab it and run. Grab it and run. He won't be there. He won't oh, be. Won't. It's just no, the no, two of us coming. Okay. So what I'll be doing, I need to actually, sorry, leave the camera for a second. Um, just talk amongst yourselves. Talk about seven crickets. Hey, Todd. So I'm going to hey. be... Oh, fuck. Something. I'm not sure what. I'm going to be running around with oh, a yeah. whole heap of... Oh, Jesus, Pig that pigeons blows shit. out, doesn't it? How do I fix that? Angle it. Angle it. Angle Angle it. Oh, yeah. there we go. Yeah, that's it. that works. Well done. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Exposure. Fix the exposure. I want to get it right up. Oh, oh yeah. That's nice. that yeah, works. Shooting the shit. Yeah, cool. Shooting the yeah. shit. Nice. Can you tell who's nice. who? Who's that angry Mexican again? Bloody hell. Angry Mexican. <laughs> God. Good images. I like them. So we'll be running around uh, Whiskey Live. Yeah. Um, basically, just frisbeeing these at anybody that comes past us. Yeah. Uh, I've got about 4,000 of them. So uh, yeah, that nice. should be, we should be saturated, yeah. I think. We'll saturate. Just make sure you put Crafty's private non business number on the back. That's the only <laughs> number he's got. He it's couldn't handle having two numbers. He'd lose <laughs> his mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so definitely, we'll be wandering around Whiskey Live. Oh, well, he's the only person I know that's got four thousand unread emails on his <laughs> on his phone. Not to mention text messages and Facebook oh, messages. And mm. love the guy. <laughs> love you, crafty. Good crafty. Love you, yeah. crafty. Good and yeah. crafty. You're a good egg. <laughs> But um, yeah, definitely have fun. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. I, I, I'd love to go, but I got my kids this weekend. It makes it a bit difficult. So um, just leave them in the car. <laughs> again, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's gonna be yeah. you goose. That'll be good. No, we're definitely. When's the next one? Do you know? Do they have? They have them in Melbourne soon? Uh, yeah, yeah, they have them in Melbourne. I think the next one's Brisbane, actually. Or okay. is that Gene Palooza? Yeah, okay. No, it Jim is. Have to well, place. I will I will get there one day, I promise. I will get there one day. We'll go together. We'll go yeah, together. yeah. Sounds sounds good. Sounds I'll good. I'll imagine that. <laughs> it's bad yeah, enough yeah. when it's just the two of us. <laughs> yeah, uh, loose. Classic. <laughs> classic. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us on yep. such late notice. Thank you, uh, and um, and even also a special thank you uh, to your lovely partner who has yep. allowed you to uh, spend the last hour and a bit with us rather than her on yeah, your one yeah, night yeah. off. So thank she, you. She's had a couple of whiskeys, so she's happy. She's Very good. Happy. So, yeah. Excellent. Prime one at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Primed. Yeah. <laughs> no. So thank well, you very thank, much. Thank, um, Thanks for having me. It was really fun. I was, you know, I was pretty nervous about it all, but I'm like that with public stuff. So, but it's some <laughs> oh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty normal faces on this up here. Oh, <laughs> so, 
Three guys talking over a dram, as I said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all now, good. Well, thanks for, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. That's right. Not a problem at all. Happy to have you. And uh, William asks, um, what's the lineup for the next few weeks? Good fucking question. Good, I, gee, I wish we knew. <laughs> Good question. That's probably the best question we've had all night. <laughs> um, we've so initially at, at the at the start of the year, Crafty went fucking nuts and booked up the entire year. Hmm. The entire year, all the way to every fortnight, and even he scattered some in between there as well. Um, all the way up to to Christmas, and we're now mid year and it's falling apart. Because <laughs> people get busy. So yeah, yeah. So, so we so appreciate now, that Luke, Luke has had yeah. a, a free night and was able to join us. So indeed. So thank you very much for, yeah. for the for the late notice join in. Um, in terms of what's coming up, um. Damn good question. Uh, let me let me bring up my calendar and just see what we have, what we're supposed to have. Whether that still happens or not, I'm not entirely sure. Um, we've got oh, our next one is actually meant to be Dan Woolley, Highwayman. Yeah. So hopefully we can get him on. That would be awesome. Um, after that, who have we got? I can't even see. Uh, let's go week. Okay, so we've got so yeah, Dan Woolley is meant to be our next one. Then we've got uh, New Zealand Whiskey Co. coming up. Greg Ramsey, um, Adams, uh, Adams Distillery, um, Edge of the World. And uh, Kaiki Moon, Kaiki Moon, Kaiki Moon, yeah, from uh, yeah, they're pretty good, they make good gin. Mm, so, Rick and Carl mm. from there. So, that sees us through. I mean, we're we're bloody mid July now, if you could believe mm. it. Uh, that sees us through to September. So, hopefully, all of those will still come through. Um, mm. but yeah, we'll be um, putting a bit of effort into locking down uh, the schedule for the next few. Uh, next couple of months. I don't think we'll go all the way through to Christmas. Um, and, and letting everyone know a little bit more than the day before. Oh, <laughs> planning. Notice. Who needs that? No. Lucas didn't Facebook. need that. You no, called him right. up today like, and got him on. I was, like, I was having a beer at the at the brewery. Oh, yeah. and I'm like, that's why you agreed. And... You were already half cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So... Yep. All right, let me do the plugs for you. So we've got the website, newcastledistillingco.com.au. Fantastic, uh, thank you. I did get that right, didn't I? Yeah. So from yep. there, you can obviously buy everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's all on the website, plus links to the socials, which you're yep. very active on. Um, I just use that website. Very easy process to order myself. A of the, uh, I was mainly doing it while we are talking, so... There you go. Mm. Two orders out of this podcast. Worth it. That's it. Worth it. Fantastic. <laughs> and then followed by five star Google reviews. Just saying. Just saying. Oh, it's, it's, oh, yeah. Thank you, too well, far. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. <laughs> so, 
and uh, and you're lining up uh, more people to uh, to chat with in Tassie next week. Yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. And Jeff, Jeff, Jeff just done. Jeff just commented. I'll definitely talk to you, Jeff. We're coming to see you. So should be brilliant. Good. So yeah, also, oh, oh fuck, shit. You know what yeah. we've got to do, Todd? No, we, we haven't we haven't forgotten yet, but we almost did. Almost did. Yeah. Um, I normally do this. Do you want to do this now? You, you do it now. Oh, shit. Can do it, or I can do it, or someone can do it. So we've got it's sponsors there. that have been neglecting. Like we have of, uh, people yeah. actually sponsor us to do this, which we yeah. are very appreciative of. We are very appreciative of them. Half of them don't want to talk to you, but um, that's fine. Give them a call yeah. anyway. They'll love it. Um, actually, so Same we had you. on just recently, Robbie from Barrel Brokers. Uh, I wasn't in that episode, so it's Robbie would really, really like to hear from you all. Mm. If you need a barrel, call Robbie. Yeah. Uh, Burns, welding fabrication, of course, fantastic steel makers. Um, they're fully booked still, I would imagine. Um, but hey, look, get on the waiting list. Yeah. Um, Youngie. Youngie's over in Fiji at the moment or something, I think. I know, doing some special project over there. It should be pretty cool. Yeah. Would take has a place, doesn't it? Just, just shooting darts at the board, I'd say it has something <laughs> to do with rum. Look, that's probably Maybe. a good assumption. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so he's over there. I love how he he's over there and um, the the photo that he showed, has him with his apron on. So he took his apron. <laughs> he takes his apron everywhere. Everywhere. And he's wearing his apron in Fiji. Yeah, he loves it. It's probably all that's, he's wearing. That's commitment. That's commitment. Yeah. It's like... Oh, there's an image. <laughs> imagine it like a kilt. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't want to. Sorry. Yeah, mm. It's all in working order. Or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> CCL labels, of course. Thank you very much for your support. Saber glass, get your bottles. Go to Saber yep. glass. Uh, Transwood, Master Coopers. Look, we've got some of the best Coopers in the world, and two of them sponsor us. So, I mean, what more can you say? And, of course, Wild Wolgan uh, Natural Spring Water, which is what all of uh, Crafty's water comes from. Yep. Wild nice. Wolgan. That's what we use to do everything. Mm. Yeah. Good water. Nice. Good water. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thank you all for listening. Thank you for joining us. Sorry that we've been a little bit sporadic. Uh, well, absent. Sporadic is the wrong word. Absent uh, for the last uh, few weeks. Um, you know, shit happens. Life and rain and whatever. And, um, yeah, we will be back. Hopefully we'll we'll have Dan Willie on. We're going to have to uh, tee that up. And, um, yeah, thank you again, Lucas, for joining us at last minute. It's been wonderful chatting with you. And I look forward to coming up to, uh, to Newey. Now I actually have a reason to come to Newey. Yeah, Newcastle, 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 not Newy. What's wrong with Newy? We don't say Newy, we say Newcastle, <laughs> Newcastle. 
controversial. Yes, it is. Trust me. Newcastle. We have, to, we have to do a road trip to Newcastle. Thanks, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> do, a, do a road trip <laughs> to Newcastle. It's, it's, it's up there with Caper Tree, which people yeah. uh, <laughs> get a bit pissed off about. Yeah. Thank you very much. Cheers, everyone. Cool. Please like and subscribe. Follow all that usual YouTube and Facebook shit. Because, um, yeah, obviously it helps us. And, yeah, when it comes around to the um, Australian Whiskey Awards uh, Personality of the Year, uh, feel free to nominate the podcast. Thank you for three of us on stage. Yeah. fucking wicked, wouldn't it? Would be good. We're most influential. We're the most influential people in whiskey at the moment, I think. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> everyone else, of everyone else is on holidays, see? Doesn't yeah, that's start. it. Well, they're all sleeping on the job. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Cheers. And uh, catch us all next time. Ciao. Sounds good. Bye. Yeah.